a moment in space and time. If space-time is a fabric, is that what we call a snag? Welcome to Tea with Kehoe. I live in one room with a good view of the wall I make cups of tea and wander in the hall I sit on my bed and cut my fingernails I try on a shirt that I bought as a jungle Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good whenever you happen to be listening. Welcome to Tea with Kehoe. I'm Kehoe. I have my tea with me. I have me with me. I hope I've got you with me. And how's things been? Good. Glad to hear. I know I answered that real quick, but it was rhetorical. I hope you understand. So uh, I was thinking the other day, because I got a t-shirt as not necessarily a Christmas gift, but just as a festive shirt. It was a uh, the Sweaty Balls t-shirt. It was uh, from the skit from Saturday Night Live. And it has a nice little design about, you know, from season's eatings and, you know, sweaty balls and can't get your... I don't have the shirt in front of me or I can read what it says. But point being, love the shirt, threw it on, was out, and uh, someone said, I don't, I don't get the shirt, and I... Explain it's like, oh, from Saturday Night Live, you know, you know, the sweaty balls. And they're like, yeah, I'm never was really big on Saturday Night Live. Uh, I don't really remember anything. Uh, and it was like, that struck me because there are so many little points or little sketches from Saturday Night Live that stick in my head. I mean, to this day, and a lot of them. You've seen only once, and then the popularity of the bit the next day or the next week in school or wherever I had heard it then was, you know, ingrained it in your head maybe a little bit more, but it was also the age I was at. So, I mean, the ones that pop right into my head right now, okay? Fernando, uh, Billy Crystal's Fernando. You know, you're a look marvelous. It, that's, it, it's ingrained. Uh, the church lady, you know, isn't that special? Ingrained. Uh, John Lovett's, you know, lion guy. I know he's got a name, but he's the lion guy. You know, it's like, yeah, that's the ticket. All those, those little things. Uh, and I guess what spurred it on in, you know, like the additional thinking of it was, uh, for some reason, I, I, you know, looking for nub and all, and Eddie Murphy as Buckwheat singing country and western songs. It was, stuff just sticks in your head. And sure, in time, because of the internet, I've been able to watch a few of these again and just be like, yeah, that's, it's, it's, those are the ones, those are the, the, the bits, you know, uh, or, you know, his Mr. Rod, you know, Mr. Robinson's neighborhood, you know, that, and you only seen it. And so, so what I'm getting at is you only seem to see these things once, but they stick with you. Uh, the latest one is the David S. Pumpkins from, uh, 
a few years back with Tom Hanks. And, uh, you know, the line that me and Cheryl will do for, you know, just repeatedly is, you know, his own thing. You know, it's just the stuff sticks in your head. And I don't know why I don't, like, have those same moments with, like, sitcoms or other shows that, you know, but other people do. Uh, I can't rattle off quotes from uh, Seinfeld or Friends or other popular shows from the past or current. I There's a block of time in the 90s where I was not watching any TV at all, let alone Saturday Night Live, and into the 2000s, and even until now, I very rarely watch any TV anymore. So there's a lot of stuff that I missed from Saturday Night Live, but caught in repeats or this or that, that stick. And so whatever it is, maybe it's sketch comedy that, you know, or the, you know, transientness of it that you that, that makes you remember it. Maybe that's the thing. I don't know. I'm just speculating there. But I feel like that in itself uh, perhaps makes me uh, focus on it and remember it more. Um you know, Landshark from the early, early days. You know, knock on the door. Who is it? Candy Graham. Uh, I'm not too sure. You know, flowers. And they would, you know, just to get you, uh, you know, Landshark. No, you're not Landshark. And then they'd eat you. Beautiful, dumb, silly, stupid sketches that stick in your head. Samurai Warrior and all those things. I don't know. I could go on. Rattling off little nip, you know, bits and nid, nip bits I was going with. I don't know what that end was going to be. Uh, those little nit wits, you know, they're not nit wits, but I remember that show from SCTV uh, for some reason. And that was a wonderfully bizarre little show. But for Saturday Night Live, for some reason, that the stuff from there, especially in my formative years, mid to late 80s, uh, really, you know, just sticks in my head. And uh, just remember, you look marvelous. Well, Monty Python said it best with, uh, now for something completely different. And I can't use that, you know, just, you know, you just can't use that. So, um, presently, the timing is right for a completely contrasting idea. So a friend online, Facebook, asked a question of the world, I would say, or her friends, how they were diagnosed with lactose intolerance and how, you know, did they self-diagnose? Was it a doctor, this or that? And I said, very simple, you know, I self-diagnosed and left it at that. What I wanted to say was, for the longest time, I have had um, a love of milk, bowls of cereal. I would eat several a day for dinner, a glass, two, maybe even three glasses of milk for dinner. 
and not just like a small glass, like, you know, orange juice glass you could like get in the restaurant. It was like a full glass, 16 ounce or, you know, at least. I would go through a gallon of milk a couple days sometimes. And then the cheese. Oh my God, so much fucking cheese. So much cheese sometimes. And I love cheese. Cheese is wonderful. And I still love cheese. But I was told that what I'm doing in the bathroom there is not natural. It's not normal. I always thought that was just how I was, who I am. This is just how I, you know, take care of my business. I was uh, challenged, you know, hey, you know, like give up some milk, you know, don't drink so much milk. Maybe you've got this. Maybe you are lactose intolerant because what you're doing is there and what is happening uh, in there is not natural from what I was told. And uh, I like, oh yeah, right, fine, fine. So, uh, I mean, I never got like upset stomachs. I never got crampy. It was never anything like that. It was just I had, you know, very, I'm not going to go into detail. Let's just say things were a little bit more explosive than they probably should have been. So I cut back on the milk almost completely. Milk during dinner, gone. No more milk during dinner. Bowls of cereal, stopped. Have, you know, have like... I said last week I decided to have a bowl of cereal. And this is sort of where I'm, you know, it's popped in my head. It's like one of those things where it's like, oh, I don't think about it. And then you start seeing things. It's not, it's a coincidence, but it's not, it's a whole other topic. But when I stopped drinking all the milk and stopped all the cereal and cut back on the cheese immensely and, uh, like I still put milk in my tea, but just a little bit. So when I cut back so drastically on all that uh, stuff, all that you know dairy, it was a noticeable difference. Uh, things started quieting down for me. I mean, they didn't stop because I was still enjoying ice cream and some cheese and some milk. So I, I haven't like eliminated it completely. So, uh, but I will say, uh, wow, the drastic difference of how things now go. I believe I am lactose intolerant to a, uh, to a point, to a, I don't know what degree, what level. I mean, if I stopped all dairy and, you know, uh, lactose would, everything be different? Probably. But I, I wouldn't be having, you know, cheese on my sandwiches and, you know, sometimes, you know, cheese products, so it's not really cheese. I get that. But more times than not, it's real cheese. I'm getting on sandwiches and on, you know, my pasta or in my pizza or in my this or that. I love cheese and just straight cubed cheese or cheese and crackers. Uh, I still, I haven't cut that out totally, you know, but not 
you know, ice cream. Not all, you know, I haven't cut it out totally. Still a little bit of milk in my life. And I, I always want there to be a little bit of milk in my life. And if the worst that I have is, you know, a little bit of quote-unquote unnaturalness in the bathroom <laughs> every once in a while, I will keep enjoying my milk. And because I self-diagnosed, I'm self-prescribing myself just a little bit of milk every day day like in my tea uh i did have another bowl of cereal uh yesterday it was uh cheryl had bought some special uh cinnamon toast crunch uh apple pie cinnamon toast crunch and a sugar cookie uh cinnamon toast crunch uh two things you know why do we need those i don't know but they're wonderful that they're here and the apple pie is really good I uh, haven't had the sugar cookie one yet, but I think that's coming. And boy, that is good. It was, you know, the, the apple pie one was very tasty. I recommend it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I got off my brain. Took me in a different place there for a moment. Uh, so yes, to my friend, I self-diagnosed my lactose intolerance and there's more detail for you. So I looked outside and it was like there was blue skies, white clouds in the sky. and It looked really nice. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go for a walk. It's going to be a good day. I'll go for a walk, get the blood flowing, get the juices going, and just feel alive a little bit. It's been a while since I went out for a walk. And it looked nice. It was it's like 30 degrees, uh, 20 mile an hour winds, really sort of chilly, like more than chilly. It's cold. But I had a, you know, my hat with ear covers and I had gloves and the jacket and I was all good and ready to walk. So I did and felt good. And it's the one time I can disconnect from, you know, being online or looking at my phone or just worrying about, you know, other things and just walk and just let my brain think. And the first thing that came to my brain today while walking was uh, the walk me and Cheryl were on a couple summers ago and this was like had to be the summer of 2019 so it was the last normal summer we had and it we were out and about and it was a nice quiet night about 11 30 I think it was like a Tuesday or a Wednesday it was like midweek and we're in the village of Kenmore just walking through a quiet side street and all of a sudden, this convertible comes cruising down the street. And when I say cruising, I absolutely mean below the 30 mile an hour speed limit. Not like, I couldn't tell for any reason, just just slowly just cruising down the street, cranking ambrosia. You know, like, uh, you're the only woman that I really love. Oh, yeah. You want me singing karaoke? Ambrosia. And we laughed so hard. This gentleman does not understand 
how he influenced and affected us. We laughed because at first we were like, what the fuck? What is that song? We know that song. We both knew the song, but we were like, who is, what is that song? So we, for the rest of the walk, it, we were focused on, you know, this song. And we, within a, you know, within a block and a half or within a little bit of our walk, we figured out it was Ambrosia and you're the only one. And we did try and use our Google brain. And I think we, you know, like beat the Google brain, you know, like we didn't, uh, I said that wrong. We used our brain and not the Google brain to figure it out. And then we verified it and played it for ourselves while we're walking around. And I immediately added it to our playlist of songs. We have a playlist when we go out driving, uh, that both songs that both me and her like, and we have this mutual playlist and it got added to that list. And now as we're driving, we'll be out and about and we were on our way to Richmond and we have this, it's like six hours worth of music of, right now there's several hundred songs oh i had like a little hundred several hundred songs on the uh list and it's really fantastic and every once in a while i mean the list that is and every once in a while we'll get ambrosia popping up and we both will giggle and laugh and we'll we might mention the night to each other or not. I mean, I always think of it. I don't know if she always thinks of it. And I won't always mention it. We'll just, you know, <laughs> and then we'll sing the song and we'll just have that. And it's a moment in time and place. And I always consider that the night of ambrosia. Okay, maybe right now. Now it's time to end the show. Now it's time to end the show. Yeah, I'll do it. That's how I did it last week. I'll do it this week like that. All right, now. There you go, quick hit. It's time to end the show. Yeah, I like that. I think that'll, I think that'll be what we'll use from now on. We'll put some musical thing in the background, something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, so, thank you all for coming out and hanging out and just listening in. I really appreciate that. Uh, it's not about the tea. It's about the time spent. Thank you for spending your time with me. I greatly appreciate it. Always have and always will. It's coming up. Uh, Merry New Year. Happy Christmas. If you celebrate the holidays, please have a great and joyous holiday. And if you don't, please have a great and joyous weekend. It's all the same in my book. So uh, go out and make someone's life a little better. Be nicer. Be kinder. Be a better human being. And I will see you next Wednesday. And... Uh, Hopefully, you are a little bit richer in spirit and not necessarily in things. 
But hey, things are fun too, so don't worry about that either. All right, I will talk to you then. Have a great night and uh, love you all.